I just had to start. And once I started, I got more and more clarity on what felt good and in alignment to me. And that is the only way that you're going to figure out exactly what works. So that question I thought was really good. Just fucking start, take action, start, pivot, start, pivot, keep going, keep taking action. You will figure out what you're passionate about. You will figure out what works for your audience. You will figure out how to monetize it, but you will do none of that by just thinking and keeping yourself stuck. Take some action. Are you ready to decide it's your turn to live your most purposeful, profitable, passionate life? I'm Christina LeCure, former professional golfer turned confidence and success coach. I truly believe every one of us was put here for a God-given purpose, and it is our responsibility to live that fully. For well over a decade now, I've been turning my life as well as countless others around from feeling unworthy, incompetent, and without a purpose to living a life I cannot wait to wake up for even on days when shit hits the fan. And it all started with a decision. Yeah, you heard that right. I said God and shit in the same sentence. So clearly this won't be your typical podcast, but what I can assure you is that each week myself and my guests are going to enlighten you, fire you up, and having you walk away with stories and strategies to not only boost your confidence, but give you hope that at any moment in time, you have the power to decide it's your turn. Hey, y'all, welcome back to the podcast solo episode. So if you're joining us just on audio, welcome. If not, I am over here again one more time on YouTube. I am a hot mess this morning. It is freezing here in Arkansas today. And by freezing, I mean like, what what does it say on my computer? It says it's 48 degrees this morning in Arkansas. So I have a blanket I have a sweatshirt and do you guys, are you like me where you probably have like so many clothes to choose from, but yet you wear the same four to five old sweatshirts all the time. This green sweatshirt, and I cannot believe I'm coming up to one year since we left, but I bought this like super cozy, it's Lululemon. Now, here's the thing. I have a lot of cheap shit, but every once in a while, I buy like the higher end stuff. And for me, the Lululemon is the higher end stuff. But this was such an amazing Lululemon zip up. I wish I could find more of them. I actually, they don't sell them anymore because I went on, when I got back from Africa, I'm going there. I'm all over the place. You know, solo episode, gonna be all over the place. And today's topic is actually personal and business. So it applies to everyone. So if you were thinking, this is just business, I'm going to shut it off. No, do not shut it up because this is going to be for everyone. And everyone needs to hear this about this Lululemon sweatshirt. I got home from Africa last year and I was like, oh my gosh, I wore them every single day. I need more of them. And I couldn't find them at Lululemon. They were sold out. So I went on I don't even know what it is, like Poshmark or eBay or whatever. Do people even still do eBay? Tell me, do you still use eBay? I don't know, whatever. I went on like, I think I found one on Poshmark, but it was like a white colored one. Well, let's be honest. A white one ain't gonna last like a month with me, let alone a freaking year. But this green sweatshirt is one of the most comfiest sweatshirts ever. I wear it to my trainer every morning when it starts to get cold. And today, since it's in the like high to early 40s, it needed to happen. So I actually keep a few sweatshirts on my golf cart. You guys, my loyal people know I go for a walk every day. So I keep my like 
three to four sweatshirts that I wear all the time on my golf cart. Is that weird? Do I like, should I be wearing something different every day? Like I'm obviously, you guys know me, like even if everyone was like, oh, whatever you're doing is wrong. I'm going to keep doing it because it just feels so good. And like, there's those three to four like sweatshirts that are so amazing. And this is one of them. Lululemon, bring this shit back. It's like a zip up. It's cute. I'd stand up if I could, but I am so comfy right here. And the noise, my desk vibrates, all the things. So if you have yet to turn off this podcast, hi, thank you so much for being here. My loyal people, I think you like my rambling. If you're new here, you're like, who is this fucking chick? I am hanging this up right now. Hashtag going to a new podcast. Speaking of a different podcast, this is going to come out way after this recently happened. But last week, you guys, I'm going to just talk about it because I didn't want to post it on my social media because I kind of didn't want to be that girl. But inside, oh my God, I was fangirling so hard. If you guys know, I always say that, you know, I want you to listen to this podcast. I hope you're in love with this podcast. But the two best podcasts way before mine, just to be honest with you. Number one, we've talked about this on the show before, the Calm Down podcast with Aaron Andrews and Carissa Thompson. Love, 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 love. My second best podcast. And it's honestly, sometimes it's a tie. Like these girls, and the funny thing about it is they're all friends in real life. The Morning After podcast with Kelly Stafford. She's brought on her best friend, Hank. Hank, Win. I think it's Winchester, I think his name is. I love it. Love, 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 love. This podcast is fucking amazing. So last week I'm out on my walk. My cleaners are at my house. I'm like, this is amazing. My cleaners come on Thursdays. So good because my podcast comes out on Thursdays. Yay. I have to promote it. I very rarely listen to my own podcast, but the Calm Down podcast, they call it their big show comes out on Thursdays. They're like pregame comes out on Tuesdays. Well, Never would I listen to a pregame on Tuesday because then it's only 10 minutes and I'm feeling like totally deflated by the time I really want to listen to the whole thing. So Thursdays, I listen to the big show and the pregame all at one time. Oh my God, dying. Well, Kelly's podcast, I now think she changed it. It comes out on Tuesdays, Kelly and Hank. I mean, God forbid they ever hear this. I'm going to probably share this with them in hopes that they fucking like know how much I'm in, I'm in love with them. And if anyone out there knows... Kelly Stafford, Aaron Andrews, Carissa Thompson, or Hank Winchester. Love, love, love. You guys, go subscribe to these podcasts. If you don't, obviously, like, I, I'm assuming you listen to their podcast way before you listen to mine. But if your girl is giving you new information, the morning after with Kelly and Hank and the Calm Down podcast, two of the fucking best podcasts ever. But why was I telling you this? Oh, my God. Last week, such a dream. Kelly Stafford and Hank both reshared the fact that I was talking about my podcast, her podcast, and the morning after. You know, like I wanted to kind of be the girl who was like, share my shit. I didn't do it, but I immediately called my husband and I was like, and I think I was having a bad day or something like that. But oh my God, when she did that, fuck me running. I was so excited. I could not even stand it. I called my husband. I was like, and he's like what what happened and I was like um Kelly Stafford reshared my shit babe and he's like oh my god you love those girls I was like oh my god such fangirls even if I saw them in public like 
I'm trying to decide. Like there's very few, like I'm in contact with celebrities all the time with my golf thing. Like I know a lot of athletes and so on and so forth. Does Matthew Stafford fucking golf? I don't know. But if he does, please someone invite me to one of his charity events. Love, love, love. And that actually happened to me one other time. There was a celebrity golf tournament and Aaron Andrews and Carissa Thompson. I kind of thought that there was a possibility that one of them was going to be there. Trust me, I would have bought like a fucking overnight red eye flight to get to that event because I just love those girls so much. They just make me so happy. But anyway, this 10 minute rant is not about anyone else's podcast. Please don't turn mine off. Listen to mine too. But there's a whole different vibe. So fun. It was such a good little thing for me. So if I ever share any, and I'm not saying like, clearly, I am a fucking tiny little totem pole. But if you feel the same way, if I ever share your shit, and I share everyone's, but I understand they're probably getting 20,000 DMs a day. Um, I get like 20. But anyway, if I ever share your shit and I make you as happy as Kelly made me, I am just so grateful because it just felt like so amazing. I don't know why I feel like such a fangirl right now, but I really was. So if I can ever do that for you, please, God, let me know. Um, But anyway, today's podcast is going to be all over the map. It's going to be super random. It's not going to be all about business. It's not going to be all about personal. It was really like, I don't even know what my team is going to call this. But um, it's probably going to be like an ask me anything thing. If you guys are watching this over on YouTube, look at me. I have fucking notes because I put up a cute little question box. And I really do appreciate you guys on Instagram actually saying like, hey, what do you want me to talk about? Because some days I feel so uninspired. Some days I don't even know what I'm supposed to talk about on solo episodes. Yes, this podcast is almost three years old. And yet I still feel that way. So just Thank you for your input. I'm so, so grateful. There was a couple of things that people said they wanted me to talk about that I'll be honest, I don't feel like I have any type of authority to talk about some of these things. Like one of the, one of the question boxes, like there was probably, I don't know, two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, 12 things that people said. Um, one of the things was like menopause. I'll be honest, I'll, I'll try to get a guest on this podcast, but like, I don't feel like I'm educated to talk about a few things, you know, Over the last couple of weeks, uh, obviously, when this podcast comes out in, I think this will come out in like October or November, maybe even December, who knows, we're so far ahead. But there's a couple of things, obviously, that are going on in the world. And I don't feel like I have the knowledge and I don't feel like I have to talk about everything. I feel like there's a, you know, a few topics in this world that I'm extremely passionate about There's things that I feel like I'm quite educated on. And those are the things that I'm going to talk about. But I do not feel, and I did a post about this on my social media, and let me know what you guys think. I don't feel educated enough and passionate enough to talk about certain things that are happening in the world. And there's certain topics that I don't feel like I have an opinion on. And I also don't feel like my platform is where you're coming to look for this. You know, I I put out a statement where I, not even a statement, and it was very generalized, but it was like a reel that like, don't feel the pressure to have to talk about fucking everything. This is a really great example. Like when someone said, talk about menopause on my podcast, like my opinion on it, This is a really great, simple, easy example for me to use with you. I'm not talking about war. I'm not talking about politics. I'm not talking about, you know, all of the things. I'm talking about like 
I don't feel like I have a, a desire to talk about menopause. Number two, I don't feel like I have any type of education or like passion to talk about any of those things. If you want to talk about money, mindset, confidence, decision, relationship, I'm your girl, but, and Lululemon and fucking the morning after podcast, <laughs> but I'm your girl, but I'm probably not going to speak about war. I'm probably not going to speak tons about politics. I'm not going to talk about menopause. I don't have a platform to talk about that. And so if you are someone who feels like this, like pressure to talk about all the things that people are asking you for so much permission to just say, fuck no. Like, you know what? Am I, <laughs> this is like TMI for my like 10 guy listeners. No, I think I actually have a lot more shout out Ryan. I love you. Ryan asked a question. He's one of my best buddies. And I know he listens to the podcast each week. And I just love you for doing that. I'm just so appreciative. So um, shout out to Ryan, but like, I also like, I'm assuming I'm probably started menopause like forever ago. I have like such a bad hormone issue and all of the things, but I any fucking education. Like, the funniest thing ever, if you guys have not seen the Leanne Morgan comedy special, fucking watch it. It is so good. She is the exact opposite of me. I don't think the woman's ever said a cuss word in her life. She is so Southern. Obviously, I live in the South and I love the South, but I wasn't born here. Um, she has a little segment on menopause. Oh my God, I was dying because I do. Sorry, again, sorry to my boy listeners. I do have hot flashes and it is like I used to make fun. Are you guys those people? Like I used to make fun of the people who were talking about hot flashes. I was like, yeah, right. You know, whatever. Bitch, they are real. Like if Nathan is anywhere on me, I will push him off the whole entire bit. Like get the hell away from me because it is a real deal. And it's so, I laugh at it, but I also think it's like the worst thing ever. But anyway, all of that to be said, there are certain things that I will talk about because I am passionate about them and I feel like I have some sort of platform to talk about them. And then there's other things I'm just not going to fucking talk about because I don't feel like the need or the desire to. And in this post that I put out on social media, I said, you know, I don't have to put out a blanket statement on everything that is happening. I truly do believe from the bottom of my soul you will probably know where I stand based on how I live my life. I don't have to put out a statement to say I condone this or I don't or whatever it is. I should hope you know what I believe to be true based on how I live my life. But I am not going to succumb to pressure to talk about things that I actually have no fucking knowledge on nor do I want to express my opinion. You know, I give you guys a lot of my life. I give you probably 80% of my life, but I am never going to succumb to do things that I don't want to do and that I don't want to talk about because like, that's not why you're fucking here. You're not probably here to learn about menopause. Now, if 50% of my audience says we want an expert on that, I'll bring in a fucking doctor and give you a bunch of opinions, but I'm not the person. So all of that to be said, today is like a Q&A, answer all the things. So let's just dive right into it after that 15-minute rant that maybe you liked, maybe you didn't. But if you did enjoy it, I'm glad you're still here. <laughs> um, speaking of Ryan, my guy listeners, I know I have a few more than Ryan, but Ryan did ask a question and he said, how do you stay positive in every single day? Newsflash, 
I fucking don't. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm really good at it. I feel like I have created really good habits to do it, but I also, I'm not positive all the time. Ask my fucking husband, ask the people I play golf with, ask my family. <laughs> um, you know, I'm not positive all the time. I do feel like I have, you know, I just think like everything it's the, it's the answer that no one wants, which is I have just practiced it and become so consistent at it that I can be positive most of the time in most situations because I have created that muscle, you know, on this podcast and with clients and, you know, speaking engagements, I've always said, you know, confidence is a muscle. The more that you use it, the stronger it becomes. Well, that's anything, you know, I was talking about football, Matthew Stafford. He has probably thrown a football a bazillion times. Yes, that's a real number. I'm sure about it. Google it. Anyway, he's probably thrown a football a bazillion times. Well, guess what? He's become stronger at it. So it's just like anything. If you want to be more positive during the day, you have got to start doing it over and over and over and over and over. And the fastest way to literally change your vibration is gratitude. It is scientific fact that the fastest way to get out of a bad mood is gratitude and doing something for someone else. If you are having a bad day, I did a post on this a long time ago. I was having like the worst day. It was like bad day with family, bad day in business, bad day with clients, bad day overall. I was bitchy and grouchy. I was about to go for a walk. And my beautiful neighbor, Joyce, who you guys know, she's like one of my favorite people. She just turned 87 and she's probably got the energy of like a 67 year old, but anyway, she's got more energy than most 67 year olds. I'll probably say that, but she was in her garden. And like, I promise you in the 15 years that I've known her, She's never been negative one day. <laughs> like she is literally the most positive person, but she was having a really rough day because like something was growing in her garden that she did not plant. So I literally just started helping her in the garden. And I'll tell you that bad day went to good so fast because I got out of my own fucking head. I started being kind to someone else. I started helping someone else. It is almost impossible to stay grouchy when you're serving another human being, when you're so grateful that you're like, when you find something to be grateful for and you're serving another person, like the hardest of heart people literally would find it hard to stay mad and grouchy if you're actually being kind to another person. So the thing I would say is I'm not perfect at it. I practice it consistently. Gratitude is the fastest way to get out of a bad day and a bad mood. Moving your body. I truly do believe that like energy gets stuck in our bodies. Like that is a very much woo woo thing. I am not, you know, I'm not going to say that this is true for everything and everyone, but I do believe most of us cause our own illness with because it's like trapped in our body. There's trauma in our body unless we figure out how to heal ourselves. I think that we cause our own sickness. We cause our own illness. That is something I do believe to be true. And I know that that's a very controversial subject to some people, but it's, I believe it to be true. You don't have to believe it for yourself. But I think that if you have an ability to heal yourself, you have a much better ability to be positive you have a much better ability to enjoy your life more and that's truly why I show up every single day is to help you decide it's your turn to live your most purposeful profitable passionate life I mean I've said this for years and it's what I believe to be true and it's what I am the most passionate about it's what I want everyone to lead so am I perfect no I have bad days a hundred percent but 
It's just the practicing of the small things that lead to the big things and just making sure that when you are having a bad day, you do the things that get you out of it. Like every one of us know, working out, moving your body, getting into gratitude, being kind to someone else, you know, like all of the small little things are the actual thing if you do them. So literally I would stand up, <laughs> shake your body, move your body, go do something else, like whatever's troubling you, grounding, people do grounding, breath work, meditation. There's just so many ways that you can get out of it, but it it is a practice and you have to be conscious to do it. If not, that spiral goes, you know, it goes down a spiral and you can stay in that bad mood all the time, but don't think that I'm perfect because I'm not, I can be grouchy. Ask a lot of people. Um, okay. So the second question when I pose this, and again, you guys can write me, email me, text me 501-222-3362. You can ask me any question. Um, but the question posed was, how did you keep going in the early stages of your business when it was so hard? And I really feel like I've done a lot of podcasts on this. I feel like I've done a lot of social media posts on this. It is not easy. Starting anything isn't easy. You know, I feel like the online space, especially the 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 container in which I exist in where I have very much an online based business. I will tell you, I do feel like the years of the pandemic really and maybe it started before then or I, I'm not too sure exactly when it started, but it really was this whole like grab a laptop and start making money type of situation. And I think there were easier times for sure, just like anything, there's an easier time in real estate. I mean, there was better, you know, like, let's be honest, in the early 2000s, real estate was fucking amazing. And then 2008, it was an absolute dumpster fire. I feel like that's just like with everything. So if you got into real estate, let's say in 2004, you were probably blowing and going. And then if you got into it in 2008, you were probably like, this is the hardest thing ever. I feel like the online space was very similar. But starting a business, whether it be online or whether it be brick and mortar, whether, you know, whatever it is, nothing is easy and it takes time. And I feel like so many people start their business and they say it's not working. They say they're not monetizing it. And I will be honest with you, it doesn't happen overnight. And for the 0.1% of people that it does happen overnight, you're looking at that. It's proof that it can happen. And I, I think it's a double-edged sword. I tell all my clients, I use the analogy of both and. Like it 100% can be that you blow up overnight and you just hit that like lottery and you, and you go. But it's also most oftentimes it takes time. And most people think a year is a long period of time. It's fucking not. It literally, and I've said this on this podcast a long time, it literally took probably like three years for me to really start making more money than I was investing. And I was willing to do that. And if you hear one thing from me when it comes to business, hear this, how my business ended up starting, you know, six or seven years ago when I just decided that I was going to do this versus today where, you know, we bring in anywhere from, I gosh, I think a few years ago, it was a couple hundred thousand dollars all the way up to near half a million dollars of revenue. Not net, you guys. I always fucking, my husband hates this industry because he's like, people say seven or eight figures. It's not how much you keep, but how much you bring in 
Correct. <laughs> um, how much are you keeping? That's what I want to know. I got just got my tax return. I know how much I keep. I would love for the online space to have to provide their tax returns because I feel like all of the people that say certain things would be sadly. I think that the world would be a lot easier in the online space if we all could show our tax returns. I've shown my bank accounts a few times. I don't talk about money probably as much as my coach would want me to um, because I, and I am going to talk about that today because there was a question posed and I think it's very important for me to talk about. But all of that to be said, I probably could talk about money more than I do. And I feel like I've done a better job over the last year of talking a little bit more about money because I want women to be more educated on money. I didn't come from education when it comes to money, you know, money growing up, my my family is still scared of money 100 percent poor mentality, all of the things, not blaming anyone. It's just like, if you don't change it, you're going to repeat it. You know, I always say that, you know, you can blame your family for all the things, but the best thing you can possibly ever do is take personal responsibility for your life. And I took personal and I'm still taking, and I, I, hundred percent attribute to the people that I'm around my husband and the fact that I literally just wanted to change the way that I thought about money. I just wanted to change the scarcity mentality around it. I wanted to change like all of the negative thoughts that a lot of people have around money. So do I talk about it as much as I should? No. Should I probably talk about it a little bit more? Have I gotten better? Yes. I'm always constantly improving. But all of that to be said, revenue wise, when I first started this business, I was spending so much more money to start this business than I was bringing in. It took me a couple of years to where I really started making, you know, a revenue that was similar to what I was making when I was in the corporate golf industry. So I've always been an entrepreneur. I feel like I've always been an entrepreneur since I was like a, like a little, little kid. Like I always knew that I wanted to be able to have my own money. And I'm sure there's a lot of quote unquote, and a lot of people don't like this word, but trauma around that, because my trauma was the fact that I, I literally did not want to have to rely on anyone for anything. Like I just knew that if I wanted something, I was going to have to provide that for myself. So I have always been a worker. I've always been a hustler. I've always figured out how to make money. You know, in Canada, I was a bartender at 18 and I was making like minimum a thousand dollars a week. That's really good money. Even still today, that's good money. Right. And so I've just always wanted to be able to make money. But when I was started this business, the number one thing I will say when it comes to starting your own business is you have to decide that it's going to work. And that's why I think my brand, and I've always said, I think I'm just so blessed that Decide It's Your Turn, which is our trademark brand, the name of the company, is you have to decide. You have to decide that it's going to work. And you just decide it's going to work. And whether it works in a week, whether it works in you know five years, whatever it is, 10 years, the minute I decided that this was not an option in order for it to work was when it started to work. And I figured it out until it started making really good money. And I also am not the person to tell you that like, quit your job and put your whole life savings if that doesn't feel good to you. Like that pressure can help people, but it can also harm people. I was still working when I started this. I had a safety net of money. I've always been a saver. I've never had knock on wood, but I've never had a dollar of debt in my life besides our real estate debt and stuff like that. But like, I have always been able to pay off my stuff. And now there's some people that will put it all on credit cards in order to start. And that feels good to them. 
Whatever feels good to you is fine. But for me, I had to work. I wanted to be using the revenue that I was making in my previous life in order to make this work. And it took years. And that's not that long of a time. I always use the example of if you were going to start a brick and mortar store, you would have to go and get a loan. And even that process is really hard, but you'd have to go and get, let's say a half a million dollar small business loan. Well, you're not going to make that back within the first minute. Like, let's be fucking real. So why would you expect the online space to be anything different? Like, Yes. And like it takes time. And so in the beginning, I first of all, the number one thing is I decided it was going to work. Second, I showed up like a true business CEO from the beginning. Like I started taking action from that space. And there's some people that can do that. And there's some people that can stay that stay really scared. I invested in myself wholeheartedly, 100%. If it needed to happen, I was going to figure out how to do it. You know, I heard Alex Hermosi say that um, the thing that a person who has no money in common with a self-made millionaire is that they both started at zero. And that is true. Like, if you have, if you're a self-made millionaire, you started at zero, you're self-made, you figured it out along the way. Literally, it's the exact same thing. If you just decide to be resourceful and you're going to figure it out no matter what, if someone else has done it before you, it is figure outable. Obviously, like I'm a big proponent of having people around you, coaches, masterminds, teams, whatever, investing in yourself wholeheartedly so you can skip a lot of the steps that a lot of the mistakes that other people have made. Learn from people who have gone before you. It's literally not that hard. But also in your brain, I don't want you to compare yourself to where the person that is mentoring you is. It's a completely different stage. You know, I I work with so many people who are in the beginning stages of their business. And I also work with people who make fuck you way more money than I do. But I will say one thing that I do believe to be true is you can't compare your journey to someone else's journey. And I think that this is the reason why the three pillars of what I teach are decision, faith, and action. And the faith part is so important to me because one thing that I believe to be true is that if you believe that things are happening for you as they should be, it makes the experience that much better. I talk about this all day, every day. I'm assuming if you've listened to this podcast before, you have heard me say, I don't care how much money you make. If you're fucking miserable along the way, I don't really want to work with you because I want you to enjoy the experience. Life is much too short. Trust me, I know a lot of rich fucking people that are very miserable and I wouldn't change positions with them at all. A hundred percent. And I know that that is quote unquote easy for me to say, but also at the same time too, like I do not have any desire to be miserable. I want this to work. I want to enjoy the process. And if I could go back, I was asked this at a speaking engagement a while back, what is the one piece of advice you'd give yourself at, you know, 20 years old or whatever it is? Fuck me. Enjoy the process. That's the number one thing I would say. And I tell myself that all the time. And why do you think I repeat affirmations that have created the life that I have today? Like I always say, I have the greatest life ever because I decide it. Well, you guys, I've been saying this for 15 years and there's some days that my life is not the greatest life ever, but I have like affirmed this in my head so much that like, I've brainwashed myself to believe it to be true. And so I just have the fucking greatest life ever. And even on days when, you know, I say that in the intro of the podcast, even on days that shit hit the fan, 
well, yeah, even on days that shit hits the fan, I just decide that I have the greatest life ever. I just decide that this business is going to work. I just decide I'll figure out how to make it work. And whether that's pay someone, whether that's educate myself, whether that's to keep going when it's so fucking hard, you know, something else that I believe to be true that I've learned from a lot of very successful people is that there is not one person that didn't have a hard day. There's not one person that doesn't doubt themselves. There's not one person that doesn't believe that, oh my God, the freaking rug could be pulled up from underneath my feet. We all feel like that, whether you're making $10 million or you're making $10, it really doesn't matter. I promise you that to be true. And once you start making that money, you'll go, oh, fuck, they weren't lying. Like, I get it. Like, I get it. If you're making $10 and it feels really hard and no one's buying from you. I mean, it feels like, fuck, everyone else knows the secret, but there really isn't any secret. Decide to show up and figure out, like, what are the the mindset things that are holding you back? And, you know, one of my clients said she really liked a podcast my coach did with one of her other clients that said, you know, to tell the difference, whether it's a strategy thing or a mindset thing, mindset things are typically really charged. Like you have a charged emotion with it. And a strategy thing is like, I don't really feel really charged, but I know something isn't working. So I think that that is a really helpful reminder. And I I do believe that to be true for sure. There's a lot of strategy thing. I think if you don't have, if you have a pretty solid mindset and you're pretty decided I think that there could be a few strategy things holding you back and it's just really getting you clear on those things. And that's obviously a lot of the stuff that I do with my clients. So all of that to be said, the the beginning stages of business is sometimes just hard, but I also think the middle stages is hard. The growing stages is hard. I actually just had a guy on the podcast. By the time that this podcast comes out, it'll already come out. So if the podcast you listen to with Mike Fatta, who has sold three companies for over nine figures. Yes, do the fucking math on that. He even said that like selling his companies was one of the hardest things that he ever did because he had to figure out who he was after that. So if you're thinking like there's going to be a stage in business where it's just like, oh, no big deal now. That's not true. Like you can sell your company for nine figures and still be difficult. It'd still be hard. So enjoy the process along the way. And if you really want it to work, just decide it's going to work and you're going to figure it out until it does. And I think that that for me was what kept me going. Like you guys, there was months where I made $0. There's months where I was spending fucking 10 times what I was bringing in, but I just decided it was going to work. And I just kept showing up and I hired great people and I invested in myself. And, you know, I just think that that's a big part of it. I wish I could tell you that there was this massive secret that I have that you don't. And that's not true. The more you do it, the stronger you become. It's just like anything. It's just like confidence. It's just like a muscle. It's just the more you do it, the more you figure out, you know, what works and what doesn't and what works for you and what doesn't. Hey, y'all, it's Christina just jumping in here for two quick seconds to first of all, say thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a subscriber or leaving us a five-star review or leaving us a comment or really thank you for copying that link and sending this episode to someone who may need it. It's how we get the podcast out. You know, there's no advertisements on this podcast and it's just how we get the message out from myself and my guests because this is really why I'm showing up each week is to help people decide it's their turn. And the second thing is I just wanted to let you know that every week I tell you, text me the word podcast or coach to 501-222-3362 or send me a message on Instagram. Both of those ways connect with me directly. And if you've 
ever had any questions about my one-on-one coaching. You know, on this podcast all the time, I talk about my clients and the results that they're getting. And perhaps you've thought to yourself, well, gosh, what does a coach even do? Or gosh, I need to level up and I need someone to help me get to that next level. If that's ever something that you have thought about, text me 501-222-3362. Ask me any questions. That is a direct connection to me. You guys, I show up, do this podcast, pay thousands of dollars each month to produce it because I love it. I love serving my clients. I love serving you. And I'm so grateful that you're here. So thank you again for listening. If you've never connected with me, send me a text 501-222-3362. Just text me the word podcast or coach. You and I will talk back and forth and I'll be able to serve you in the capacity that I can, or we'll jump on a free clarity call to see if working with a coach is something that you need to get to the next level of life or business. You guys, I'm so grateful. Thank you for listening to the podcast and enjoy the rest of the episode. I had one of my very own clients, my full-time one-on-one client who is with me for some personal stuff and transitioning for business stuff. She said, you know, I really want to do something, but I really don't know what I'm that passionate about. And I thought that was a really great question because I know a lot of people have, you know, issues with clarity. Like, what am I supposed to be doing? What do I have, you know, a passion for? What should I be doing? If I'm not really sure what my niche is or my passion is, what should I be doing? And my answer to her was quite simple. I've been saying it for a very long time, but I was actually reflected that it obviously does make sense. So I remember when I, if you guys haven't listened to the podcast with uh, Natasha Fisher, she is the woman who owns the Trader Joe's List account. And I remember when I reached out to her for the podcast, I had a mutual connection. One of my girlfriends reached out to her to see if she would do the podcast. Well, she looked at my profile before she made a decision if she was going to do this podcast. And she said to me, one of the reasons why she said yes was a post that I did based upon action. Like, how do you know if anything is going to work without action? That's how you figure out if it's going to work. So I reflected back to my client who said, well, I don't really know what I'm passionate about. I said to her, pick fucking anything, something that gives you a glimmer of like, whatever, something you're somewhat interested in. You know, I remember thinking back to the podcast with a woman named um, Donna. Oh my gosh, I'm going to feel so bad. Donna Bowling. And one of the things that she, and the reason why I don't know her last name now is because her podcast now is called The Daily Dose of Donna. And one of the things that she talked about on that podcast, which is so cool. If you guys go back, I think it was January of this year that we talked about it, January, February. She literally just said, I was, I'm so interested in reality TV. I'm just going to start doing a podcast on it. Why? Because I'm so interested in reality TV. Like she's obsessed with it. She comes from LA entertainment industry, all the things. So she started this podcast just because she purely liked it on reality TV. You guys, she is so fucking blown up now. You can't even imagine. Another person who said this was Rob Murgatroyd. He was on the podcast a few months back as well. And he said he started a TikTok account on the difference between Americans and Italians. He's an American who now lives in Italy. Blown the fuck up. So this does give me proof of what I said to be true. Fucking pick something. Take some action on it. And once you start taking action, you'll figure out what the next step is. The number one thing I see is people just not starting. The only way to get feedback to figure out what is going to work and what is not is to take 
action. And that's exactly what Natasha from Trader Joe said. She said, I saw that post that you did about taking action and you'll figure out the next step. And she said, I was willing to say yes to your podcast because I believe what you were saying was true. There's no like fucking magic wand. There's no like you have to be passionate about this one thing. And I've said this on this podcast before. If you go back to my social media, like go way, way, way back. You guys, I think right now I have like maybe 17, 1700 posts. You guys, I've deleted probably a thousand posts. So I probably posted close to 3000 posts over the last six years. That's a lot of posts. If you go back way, 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 way back, I was posting fucking recipes and fitness videos. I just had to start. And once I started, I got more and more clarity on what felt good and in alignment to me. And that is the only way that you're going to figure out exactly what works. So that question I thought was really good. Just fucking start, take action, start, pivot, start, pivot, keep going, keep taking action. You will figure out what you're passionate about. You will figure out what works for your audience. You will figure out how to monetize it, but you will do none of that by just thinking and keeping yourself stuck. Take some action, decision, faith, action. The three pillars, trademark pillars of my business. All right, so the next question, and this was a, this was really good. This was a conversation I was having with one of my membership subscription clients. So if you don't know, I work with clients only in a one-on-one capacity and I do it in two different ways. I work in a subscription-based model. So you can get one call with me every month for a year, or you can work with me full-time where I call it my coaching relationship, where we do three calls a month and you have 24-7 access to me. But I was having a conversation with one of my subscription clients, just love her to death. And she said something that, you know, really hurt me. And she said, and she didn't mean to, obviously, but she said, I feel bad because I'm not here for business. And we were talking about a very, very personal issue. And I said to her, do you really think I care more about a person making a few more hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars. You're right. I celebrate that. It's amazing. It's great. That is the thing that makes you guys sign up with me. That is the thing that, you know, gets a person to pull the trigger. If I work with Christina, I'm going to grow my business and make money. That's just the way the world works, right? That is like clickbait almost, right? Like you need to know that there's a strong ROI. But I said to this woman, I said at the end of my life, Do you really think that I'm going to care more that I helped a person make a couple hundred thousand dollars than I helped a person, you know, truly save their life and change the situation that's happening? It's a very serious situation. And I said to her, I said, if you think I care more about the money than I do that helping you with this thing, and she's been in therapy for years, and she said, that working with you is not even in the heartbeat. And I, I, I take, I take great pleasure in the fact that she said this, and this isn't bragging, but she said therapy. I did therapy for years. The, there's a huge difference between having a coach and having a therapist, and I do believe that's true. I am not a therapist, but I always say the difference between coaching and therapy is like we can find out why you're fucked up within five minutes. We all, we all are fucked up in some regard, and it's you know leading back to childhoods, what someone said to us every single person on the planet. So it's not just you and it's not just your parents. Um, But we can figure that out. The difference between coaching and therapy is I don't have to talk about the reasons why 
this happened. We know why it happened. We know why you are the way that you are. We have to reprogram what is keeping you stuck and take action to change it. Talking about it for the rest of your life does not fucking change shit. Trust me. I know you have to take action and reprogram things that are keeping you stuck. Again, going back to one thing that I said in the beginning of this podcast was taking personal responsibility for your life is one of the greatest things that you can ever do. Yes, you may have had very bad things happen to you, but blaming someone else is keeping you stuck. When you take personal responsibility, now we can move forward. So going back to this client, when she said that to me, I was almost heartbroken. Like, I love this client so much. And I said, do you really think I give two shits about an extra couple hundred thousand dollars? If this, if we can fix this one personal thing that could potentially save your life, you guys, I love that I can help people make money. I love money. I love the freedom that comes from that. Trust me. I'm all about that. But this change in this person's life could literally save her life. So don't ever think for a second that I look at my business-based clients more so than my personal-based clients. I've said it from day one. You cannot do life and business separately. I do not consider myself a life coach. I do not consider myself a business coach. I am all of it. (laughs) Success to me is both personal and business. So I really wanted to get that out there and clear. And I God, I wish I could share this podcast with the whole entire world. And that's where you come in is sharing it with one more person who can share it with one more person. I would love over the next 10 years, this podcast to reach millions of people. I don't care at this point in time because I know that this is my calling in life. And again, I took action to get to this spot. I didn't just wake up one day and be like, this is exactly what I'm going to do. But I would love that, but I just know that this is my calling. And I know that if this, if one person hears this podcast today and it changes their lives, then my job is done. I I don't, I think that's how this business going back to like, how did I start in the beginning? Because I'm so fucking passionate about the mission that I don't really give a fuck how fast it happened or, you know, how quickly it was monetizing. Trust me, it's easier when you're making good money. Trust me, I get that, but it's still hard. I still have bad days. I mean, I make good, great money, but I mean, at the same time, I'm still fucking stressed out some days. It's just, I'm human, right? Like there's good days and bad days. But again, I come back to, if I can help change this person's life with a gift that has been given to me and I get paid for this, holy fuck, am I one of the luckiest humans on the planet? So that is just my message to you is that, Yes, I am business, but I am also personal. And to me, making an extra couple hundred thousand dollars or literally potentially possibly helping a person save her own life, um, that is way more important to me. That's the part that most people don't pay for, which is so fucked up that most people will not pay a coach to help them with that thing because they don't see a clear ROI. So I talk more about the business side, but once I get you in, once I get you to sign that contract, Then we talk about both because it's so much fucking easier to make a shit ton of money once you get your personal shit right. And I'm not telling you my personal shit is 100% right because it's like totally not, but it's way fucking easier to make money from this headspace than that headspace. And 
sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't for certain people, but also too, going back to all the things that I believe, which to be true is why fucking do it if you're miserable? Yeah, you can make a shit ton of money and hate yourself and be miserable. I actually did a post on that. I heard a guy on a podcast, very, 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 very famous person say, once you have a good strategy and once you know how to do business, you can hate yourself and you can hate, hate your business and make a lot of money. Yep, that's fucking true. Look around. There's a shit ton of people around doing that. But why? Why in God's name would you want to do that? You're going to die. I'm going to die. Hopefully not soon, but we are. And why would you fucking hate the experience along the way? There's way too many people that are miserable in this world. Hate it. I know a lot of them. And it makes me so sad because like, it's, it's totally possible. And I hope that I am the reality that perhaps you need to hear that like, it is possible to enjoy what you do, enjoy yourself and make money. Like, all of the things. I'm so passionate about that. And it doesn't take fuck you amounts of money to really enjoy your life and enjoy yourself. It really doesn't. And once you enjoy your life and enjoy yourself, it's easier to make money. Trust me on that. Um, okay. My daily routines. This was another question. So we've got a, another 10, 15 minutes of the podcast. Hopefully you stick around because it's going to get good. No, I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't really know if it's going to get good or not. Hopefully you got exactly what you needed. And if not, stick, keep, <laughs> keep listening. Um, my daily routines, my routines are really simple. I wish I could tell you guys like I am so fun and I do all these things. I really don't. I am the most boring person. My husband says to me all the time, we're losers, which speak for your fucking self. I actually feel like I'm totally not a loser. I feel like I have the, the greatest life ever. Again, I'm repeating this to myself for the last 15 years, whether I have the greatest life ever or not, I have brainwashed myself to believe that I do. Um, I wake up anywhere between four and 5 a.m. on the weekends. I always say to my husband, we're sleeping to seven. Bitch, I haven't slept till seven, like probably twice in a, in a year. Um, I wake up super early. I love my morning quiet time. I do not want to talk to anyone. Do not piss me off. Do not talk to me. It is my time. Even my husband, do not come near me. Shh, no talking, no talking in the morning. Um, I eat my peanut butter and my apple with my coffee every single morning. It makes me so happy. It's the whole reason why I wake up. I do my devotional. I do my posting, get back to some emails. I usually move my body in some way, whether that's go to my trainer. I go to, I book my trainer out Monday through Friday, whenever I can, when I don't have clients that start. So sometimes, sometimes my clients start at seven, but if I don't start till eight or nine, I go to my, my trainer. If I start at seven, sorry, Josh, I'm not going to you. But all of that to be said, I move my body. I go for a walk in the afternoon. I do my clients. Um, most of the days I do some speaking engagements. I speak in other people's groups. I do podcasts. I don't have a strict schedule for when that happens. Obviously, my loyal listeners know I don't have children by choice. So I have some flexibility on what I do. I usually have a tendency to work four to six hours worth of client calls in a day. I work in my business, four to six hours on my business, probably one to two hours a day. Yes, even at this stage, only doing one on one, only having one offer. While we do the podcast, I do speaking engagements as well. I do some golf stuff that I don't really talk about a ton anymore. But even at this stage, I still work that hard at it because it is a constant animal. If I don't feed it, it won't feed me. And I'm I love what I get to do. So I'm going to do it forever. Um, I go for a walk every afternoon. If I'm not playing golf, I try to play golf is in the summers at least once a week, twice if I'm lucky. 
uh, once a week in the winter, if it's not cold, sometimes I'll go three weeks without playing in the winter, go for a walk every single afternoon. And I really try to shut off my phone by 6 7 o'clock. If I answer it anytime after that, I don't know, maybe there's a football game on, but overall my life is really boring and I kind of like it like that, to be honest with you. I am an extroverted introvert. I recharge introvertedly. So I love some quiet time considering I am so extroverted. So that's my routine. We travel a lot. I, I say yes to all fun things. Um, my version of fun things and your version of fun things may be different, but say yes to all the fun things. Um, how do I show up consistently? I've just created the muscle that this is what I do. This is who I am. And it's not going to change. And I think that it took me years to get to that point. So if that is something that you want showing up consistently, I show up consistently for myself, for my friends, for my family, for my clients, for my business. I do my absolute best and I've trained myself to do it. Um, Sweet people have asked, how are things going? Uh, if you did not hear on my social media, I was attacked by a dog early this spring. I didn't talk about it when it had happened because I didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal. Unfortunately, I have had some severe PTSD with uh, two panic attacks now when it, it has come after this situation happened. It has um, been something that I was nervous to talk about because I feel like, you know, I'm a mindset coach. I am someone who has an extremely strong mind. I am confident. I can jump out of planes and jump off bridges. And yet I'm now afraid of dogs, not all dogs, but a lot. And so um, I decided that I put my money where my mouth is for everything, whether that be for, <laughs> for coaches or therapy or, you know, all other things. I uh, went to a hypnotherapy session. I have been listening to my uh, hypnotherapy recording uh, every day since I've had it done. It was just, you know, I don't know when this podcast is going to come out, but um, it's only been a few days since my session. I'm hoping that it works well. I feel like it does. Um, my hypnotherapist, her name is Beth Ann Prescription Wellness on social media. You can check her out if that's something that you've wanted to do. She does virtual or in-person sessions. So that's the first step. Um, I'm trying to do some breath work, some meditation, and creating some strong affirmations that I love dogs, dogs love me. And no matter what happens, I'm always going to be able to figure things out. And I think that that's really helpful for me. And one thing that Beth Ann said to me when I was under hypnosis, and we talked about it after where where there is fear, you can fill that with love. And whether that works for you or it doesn't, I think that that's very helpful. And so for me, whenever now I am fearful, so unfortunately it gotten to the point um, that I was afraid to, every noise outside startled me. And for a girl who walks every single solitary day, that was a bit disheartening. You know, um, when I was actually attacked by the dog, the woman was very unkind. We'll say that to, to say the least. And, you know, blew it off, pretty much yelled at me, thought that it was like a shakedown or something. She's like, send me the invoice for, I don't know, the hospital or my leggings or whatever it is. And I just thought to myself, oh, you don't get it. Well, unfortunately, you know, I can pay for my own shit. Thanks very much. It's not about that. It's about your dog fucking attacking me. Um, but all of that to be said, you know, when something like that happens, you don't know what the residual effects are going to be. And unfortunately for myself, it has affected me quite a bit. And um, it's still a work in progress. I'm still working on myself, working on the situation, but I have 
100% faith that I'm going to be fine. And for those of you who are wondering, I have loved dogs my whole entire life. I still feel like I love dogs, but there is that anxiety that does pop up. That's fear of like, I will literally, I have on my walks, if I see a dog far away, I will literally walk an hour in the opposite direction just so I don't have to go by it. And that is sad and scary. And for all of those who have had some similar trauma in your life, I'm sorry, because it is, um, it is shitty. It is really, really crappy. So it is a work in progress, to be honest with you. Um, okay. What else was I asked? Figuring out your passions. We already talked about that. Just start, take some action. Um, you know, the number one thing I would say is just decide, just decide. I think that that like a question, uh, what was the question? The person, I can't even think about the question. Like, how do you start something or how do you know if it's going to work? And you just decide that it's going to work. Um, I think, let me know if you guys understand what I mean by that. Cause I think someone was asking the question, like, how do I know if this is going to work? Well, no one knows if anything's going to work. I mean, there's no fortune tellers and well, maybe there is a fortune. Are you a fortune teller? Have you ever been to a fortune teller? I have never been to a psychic or a fortune teller, but I know a ton of people are obsessed with them. Are you tell me like, tell me the insides on this. Like, I kind of want to be, to be honest with you, but then I'm also a little nervous that they're going to tell me like, you know, all of these bad things. So I think I just don't want to know. I think I need to go to a, like a person who like really is like, so kind and only going to tell me all the good things that are coming my way. I think I'm a little bit nervous about that. Um, what is next? What is next for me? Well, today is my final day of golf with my old men buddies. And I do want to end on this because, you know, people always say to me that, you know, I have the greatest life. Well, probably because I've been telling you that forever that I have the greatest life ever, but I make time for things that are important to me. I think that that is a skill that I have always had. I make time for people who are important for me and I make time for things that are important to me. You know, I travel a lot. That is an extremely important thing to me. I spend a lot of time with my close friends. I spend a lot of time with my husband. I spend time with people I love. I, I make it a priority in my life. You know, um, I remember someone said, look at your credit card statement and look at your schedule. And I can tell you what your priorities are in life. And if you look at my credit card statement and you look at my schedule, you will know my priorities, my clients, my free time, and a lot of travel on that credit card statement. But I think that those are two things to really remember. Where are you spending your time and where are you spending your money? Because that is what you value. So if you want to value something else, I would tell you to reevaluate where you're spending those two things. But for me, what is next? Right now, you know, I am i don't live too far in the future. I am a planner for sure. I love a good plan. Love, love, love. Nathan's 50th is next year. So that's a little bit out. I know what I'm doing now. Oh my God, I'm so fucking excited and I'll let you guys in. But I think every once in a while, Nathan listens to these podcasts. I don't think he listens to my solo ones, but he does listen to a few of the guests and he's loved a few of our guests lately. Loved, loved, loved. But um, oh my God, I'm so excited for his 50th. So he turns 50 next April. I have a huge, like, I don't really need to win the lottery between now and then, but like, It'd be nice. It would be really helpful. But no, I'm going to figure it out no matter what. It's uh, very much a priority. That is where my priorities are. And But for the rest of the day, I am off to play golf. This is my last day with my golf guys. And that's what I was going to say is, you know, how do I fit golf in my schedule each week? It's because I decide it. It's because it is a priority in my life. You know, I am... I think I've said this on this podcast before, and it always makes me emotional. I am very cognizant that my um, 
old men golfer guys are old men. You know, who knows? I might die before them, but they are all in their 70s and mid to late 70s. And I'm very cognizant that this can't last forever. And so I really value my time, even though some of them are grouchy fuckers and some of them bitch and moan when they have nothing to bitch and moan about. I always try to remind them of that. They have nothing to bitch and moan about, but I am so grateful for that time. I have learned so much from my golf life. I have learned so much that I give you guys value, um, my clients value. I have learned so much about business, investing, money, all of the things. It's cool to have conversations with people who are talking not just, you know, hundreds of thousands, but we're talking hundreds of millions. And um, I take what I want and leave what I don't. And I've said that to my clients over the years, not everything that I say is what everyone needs to take. You know, obviously my job is to help you as my client or as my listener get clear on what is best and right for you. What is best and right for me may not be best and right for you, but ultimately my goal as a coach is to help people get clear and confident on what is best and right for them. So what is best and right for me is to ensure that each week I take a day to get off the damn computer, be outside, enjoy my buddies, bitch, moan, gamble. You guys know I'm a huge gambler. I love it. You want to flip a coin. People always ask me, what do you gamble on? I'm like, let's fucking flip a coin. I love the action. I don't even care how much money it is. When we, when I say I gamble on the golf course, you guys, worst case scenario, it's a few hundred dollars. Some days we're exchanging five bucks, but I promise you, I would lose my arm for $5, just as much as I'd lose my arm for 5,000. So um, you guys, I appreciate you so, so much. I thank you for being here. I know this podcast was a mishmash of all the things. If you ever want to ask me any questions or if you have a topic that you want me to talk solo on this podcast or perhaps a guest, a menopause guest, whatever it is that you guys want, I am happy to entertain everything and all things because I truly do this podcast for you. I show up each and every single week, every single day almost on my social media to help you decide it is your turn. And that is the same thing that this podcast is for. So I appreciate you. I thank you. If there's one person on the planet that you think might need to listen to today's episode, I would be so grateful if you send them to me. And if you're watching me on YouTube, you probably can hear it. My lawn people just showed up and I'm done. Thank God. There we go. You are not going to be distracted by the noise. You guys watch us over on YouTube. If you don't, um, text me the word podcast of 501-222-3362 and I'll send you a link to the YouTube if you want it. Can you hear the lawn people? I'm so grateful. I'm so glad they didn't show up an hour ago. See, everything works out for me. Thank you guys. Have a wonderful day. I appreciate you so much. And don't ever forget you have the power to decide it is your turn. Thank you all so much for joining me on today's episode of the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. If today's episode resonated with you at all, please share it with a friend. Also, head on over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review and a comment. What is it that you want us to talk about that will help you realize that at any moment and any day, you too can decide it's your turn. I'm Christina LeCure. I'll see you next time.